Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. I really did enjoy it quite a few uh, Deadpool. I've heard, I've, heard, I've heard a lot of people say really retarded shit about it. And, and Why? And want to smack them. I think it's because they think they're Deadpool fans, but they're not. Um, I thought it, it uh, met my expectations, but did not exceed them. I mean, it, it didn't blow my mind, but it was a very Deadpool movie, and I'm looking at wave formats right now, and I'm only saying that so I get a good grasp of what I'm talking about visually. Gonzo? That's a, I'm happy that you, being the resident comic book fanatic, mm-hmm. Deadpool fan, we are Deadpool fans, but I guess... I just assume that you're a lot bigger than us, as far as that goes. Enjoyed the movie, because I thought it was fucking awesome. Did you catch the Peter Parker reference? Did. Refresh me. Uh, Parker Lane, or Parker Road, or whatever that was. There's a lot of references in the movie. Oh my That's god, there are... Did you know that there are multiple Deadpool toys in the house he lives in with Blind Al? Which, can I just say that I was really disappointed... That from the Red Band trailer to the movie, there wasn't that line where he goes, it smells like old lady pants in here. And she goes, sounds like you have a cock in your mouth or whatever it was. Like, there's a no, Red she Band. She goes, I'm old and I wear pants. Yeah, but like in the Red Band trailer, she goes, oh. Yeah? Well, you're talking like you got a cock in your mouth. Like, she says something so filthy. You know all of the filthy shit is going to be on the DVD. Oh, hopefully. One can only hope. Because... You had said between it was him. well. Tim, sorry, no, no, no. Direct. I, I thought. I thought like if a director's cut of this movie comes out, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be well. Tim Miller said awesome. the director um, did say that um, he had filmed Ryan Reynolds and T.J. Miller going back and forth for like forty minutes. That's what I was. And that apparently one of the things they said will not make it onto the DVD because it was so dark. He does not feel good like letting it out into the world. Like, they went down a bad place. I thought that was going to be a longer back and forth. It felt like it was going to be longer. You know, like, it, it, it seemed in, like in terms of, like, the, the actual something. scene that it was, like, it worked. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm just saying, like... I, oh, and he was like, Captain of, Deadpool, and they're like, nah, Deadpool. It was almost, like, I know what Ryan's saying, it was almost set up to go longer, and they just cut it short. They, like, they, no, I guarantee, I guarantee you the, the director, Tim Miller, was like, just go, we'll, we'll edit oh, what we need on absolutely. that one. Absolutely, I mean, that's, that's kind of what they did with Step Brothers. With, yeah. And then they did that for like 20 We don't need to keep talking about this, like, unless you want to keep going. I'm going to keep talking about it, because they did that for well, like, this is, okay. that bedroom scene for like 20 or 30 minutes where they go That sounds like they boned. Yeah, well, they were in a bedroom. They, they rubbed dicks. there was a scene, so... But I think you know. Is it a little canoeing? About. Canoeing. Yeah. It's just terrible. You still don't like that. Um, but they did that for like twenty or thirty minutes, and they just kept going. Yeah, with back. the drums and all that. Like, yeah. Uh, no, the I'm gonna kill you or some. Oh, fuck! God damn it! I can't remember the lines now. They're just laying there in bed, like looking up and talking about. Oh, that's right. That's right. Like, like, I'm going to fart on your pillow and give you a pink eye. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Yeah. yeah. Like, they did that for, like, 20 or 30 minutes. Oh, I'm sure. Well, one of the ones I heard that, that uh, Deadpool and T.J. Miller were going back and forth, but it was 
hilarious. He goes, Quinsley, can we just really notice, and I love it, that you didn't say Ryan Reynolds and TJ Miller, you said Deadpool. And he he knocked it out the park, yo. He, it, it just, he said, he's like, I'm not going to play another comic book character. Why would he? Unless you've got Deadpool on franchise or need me for cameos. Mm-hmm. Which yes. I can imagine he wouldn't cameo in Wolverine 3. He's immortal. He's immortal. He can't die. Um, when, when he's talking to TJ Miller, they're doing the whole, you look like mm-hmm. an avocado, fucking older avocado. You look like the inside of everyone else's asshole. He said, he goes, it looks like someone shit on top of your head and made ears out of it. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so fucking funny. <laughs> but I think they did it, I think it made the movie where he says, it looks like Freddy Krueger fucked a topographical map of, of Utah. Utah. Yes, yes. yes. And that's, I think, I think that's at that, that point where like Deadpool's like, yeah, okay. Like, we're done. Like, how do, how do I get Francis? Um, but have you seen all of the memes of, like, people with Ajax covering it up with duct tape and writing Francis? Yeah, it's so adorable. I'm so glad that movie's taken off. $500 million it's made. No. Mm-hmm. World, worldwide. Worldwide. Okay, yeah. I was like, not, not domestic. I didn't say domestic. No, but we're all Like I said uh, off air, like it beat uh, Force Awakens in Russia. Deadpool beat Star Wars. Like, I'm both like nerd sad and nerd happy on that one. Like, I, I don't know where to fall on it. Um, you should be nerd happy. Yeah. I thought it was kind of funny seeing some of the people you were, if they were expected, the, 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 I brought my kid to see Deadpool, and I had to leave. Five oh my in. god! Like, I saw all those. Posts. You're a fucking idiot. It's R rated, like hard R. It's rated mm-hmm. R. You watch the Red Band trailer. He calls Colossus a chrome-plated cock goblin, mm-hmm. like it wasn't going to be a hard R outside of the fucking the violence. Yeah, he gets shot up his asshole. Right up Main Street. Right up Main Street, and they show it. You're like. Yeah, he's walking. Can we just talk about when he's at the little baby and he's like, I'll bet you look so much bigger. I don't want to leave. (laughs) I bet it looks huge in this hand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. No, it was it was it was a great movie. It's it set the set the stage. It set the tone for future comic book movies. I saw something you posted when you were talking about it, and I know that the the main like fan base from these comics have gotten older. Yeah. But the new fan base hasn't. So that's why I, that's my problem with them. Not my problem. I'd love it if they made the Wolverine movie an R-rated movie. And I just will. don't think that they will miss out on that money. I think they'll do it. Based they'll on that. They'll miss out on money. A studio will miss out on money. I would rather take my daughter to an R-rated Wolverine movie than Deadpool. Because at least in Wolverine, I know it's really only going to be violence, um, not... So that's because you know that, the, and you're a comic book guy. Yes. So what about the average parent who's not? Morons. They're well, morons. Well, yeah, but, but it, to be fair, point. the problem is now that Deadpool even before said, Even before Deadpool came out... There was our movies, yes, but... They, but no, they said, like, Deadpool... <laughs> Deadpool. Um, the marketing team came out and said, it's a hard R. 
I know your kids like comic books, but like this is not the one to take them to. I think there's a lot of parents who missed that memo. Well, and they did, now they're mad, and they will not do it again with the Wolverine movie. I think they will. <laughs> I'm with Gonzo. I don't think they will. I, I just don't think. Like you're, you're talking for the about, last, I think you're talking for, about the average the, parent. Like for the, the literally the parent. last Wolverine movie, I think the studio and the marketing are going, "Fuck it, let's go out like go out with a bang." Mm. Look at what Deadpool did. Let's, Wolverine sells toys. So does Deadpool. Mm, not the sort same of, way. not even, even remotely the same way. If you ask people who don't really know that yeah. much about comic books to name. Superheroes that weren't Superman, Batman, Spider Man, Spider Man. You start telling like dig deeper. Like, what's your favorite X Men? If you ask people, just leave it at that. Cipher. Yeah, I'm You're kidding. Not get a lot of oh Psylocke. my god, I'm <laughs> kidding. You're not going to get a lot of Psylocke's or Jubilees, okay? Though that was badass seeing Psylocke cut a car in half with her second Quintana during the Super Bowl. That was. But the, his point is true. Kids are going to say Wolverine. The average fan is going to say Wolverine. So when you think about that part of it, and the backfire that's come from the ki- the people who actually took their nine year old kids to go see Deadpool, it's going to throw them off a little bit. I would say you know I bet, what I, what I could see. No, I, won't, I won't cut you off again. Is them making a PG thirteen version of the movie that has obvious edits with to where Deadpool? Could, no, with the Wolverine movie. Wolverine was PG thirteen, wasn't it? I'm talking about the next one, not the new one, the one that's coming. Yeah, but the last one was. Um, that's what I'm saying. Is was PG thirteen, right? Yes. Yes. I mean, so just so we have a baseline. Yes. So the next one, they'll make a PG thirteen version with obvious edit points. And then a director's cut, or whatever. The director's cut can come out, and they'll they'll do it that way, or show the director's cut in certain theaters across the country. But they're not going to miss out on the little kids going to see Wolverine. Actually, marketing-wise, it'd be really smart to do a PG-13 and then do like an adamantium version or whatever, yeah. like an yeah. adamantium rage version. They did the the, the yeah. Was that the video game that did that? No, no, uh, Wolverine. Uh, uh, Wolverine. They had a I would say caged heat, but I know that's not right. Um, but it was like stars Bridget Nielsen. It's a prison with women doing I, naughty things. <laughs> No, but there was a Wolverine video game where they put out two different versions of it, and one was the, like, PG, PG-13 version, and then they had, like, the, like, Adamantium Unleashed, yeah, which is what's happening through the pipes right now. Um, they had, like, the Adamantium Unleashed version, which was, like, the, like, you know, uh, Mature or whatever it is, M- M17, I don't know what it is for um, video games. But like, and had that where it's like, it's all the fight scenes, but with blood. And Wolverine says shit a couple times. Um, which, yeah, by the way, that game was really fucking rad. There's a couple of games out there that have uh, the option to like turn on blood yeah. and make it like, okay, <coughs> once you turn on the blood, it's like... There's no going back. There's no going back. This game will forever be... Blood. The mature version. There will be blood. Yeah, yeah. first one I saw was uh, that was called that was Thrill Kill. Played it with Scott Johnson. That game was fucked up. I just had bad dreams about that game. <laughs> Not even kidding. Because it's all demented Thrill Kill shit. You actually get to be a little bit louder. It was all demented Thrill Kill shit. Marr. 
<laughs> that was that was not the time to get louder. Um, but uh, yeah. So welcome to shooting the gap. We're Seriously? on. We might be going a little bit long today, ladies and gentlemen. Just gotta let you know, and, and whoever else is wondering if we might go a little bit long today. It's gonna be a a long, a soft two hours. <laughs> soft a long, two. soft two hours. A long, soft, squishy, pliable. Pliable. Manipulatable. Where are you going with this, Ben? I don't know. I was hoping somebody... You're like, else, I ran out of adjectives. I'm kind of hoping other people would jump in. People with... <coughs> you know. English Spongy. <laughs> bruised. The English major crowd, you think? Just hoping that perhaps the more well-read members of the team here. Flaccid. Flaccid. Well, that's not hard. Exactly. But it's... No. So what do we... Yeah, don't do that at all. Um, Ryan Silva, high five. Nice to see you again. Hey. Doug Lowe, up top. Guess what's still still happening here? Super Bowl. Denver Broncos are Super Bowl champions. Okay. We're rocking the Worse shoes. Worse tits. Better tits. Worse oh, tits. Mine are bigger. That's why they're... Yeah, but his are pert down. and perky. And yeah, they move. But, but mine are bigger. They move when you want them to move. If you took off your bra, you'd uh, it'd be slapping your knees. No, this is with the bra on. Nah, you got like six-year-old chick. They're pulling. Macaulay, Macaulay. Don't want to finish that sentence, but if you need one of your tits really hard, you give yourself a black eye. Oh, no jumping jacks for me. Nope. Damn, enviable. I like jumping. Envious. Enviable. No. I make up words. Well, enviable is a word, and it would mean that we're envious of you. And your pert tits? Yes. They're enviable of me. What can I say? Look at this. Life of luxury. Living the dream. Von Miller was on Saturday Night Live. How funny was that? Not very. You didn't think that was funny? I, I really... Um, <laughs> he didn't write it, so just get over that. <laughs> he just read it. Well, he also didn't deliver it very good, but he's, he's a football player. <laughs> <laughs> we can't do everything, no, you know? No, we can't. So we, we can only be great at certain things, and that's what he's great at, is football. I bet... Not I'll, acting. Well, well, that's not well, fair, because that's live acting. It is and harder. He stumbled twice. And Ke- through the whole day. And, and, and Kevin Hart, a guy who's used to being on stage and mm-hmm. was not very. He screws up left and right when he does fucking Saturday Night Live. Because he, he's got Jimmy Fallon syndrome. He can't help but laugh at himself. Or, oh, he breaks all up. the time. He's like, he'll like. <laughs> he, he laughs at his own stuff when he's telling jokes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what he does. And I've seen Kevin Hart. Up. There are sometimes he's not that funny. He's a storytelling. Uh, Right. Comedian, as far as his stand-up goes. It's like, the the beginning will be funny, and then he'll tell a three, four-minute story, and then the ending will be funny. So there's ending a lot is of... Hilarious. Much like The Wedding Ringer. Didn't see it. Did I see it? You thought the beginning of that movie was funny? There's not one part of that movie that's really funny. There's not a lot of it. That's is that the one where he meets the gay dude who's on the Sonic commercials? Or is that in Get Hard? That's, I think, got hard. Yeah. 
Wedding He's the gay dude in the movie. I don't know. If wedding you Wedding Ringer was Wedding Ringer was unfunny Hitch. Yeah. Well, when I saw the preview for it, I I like we've Hitch. already seen this movie. It's called Hitch. Yeah. Hitch was funny. It was funny enough. I liked Hitch. Yeah. We admitted that Will Smith did it better. Yeah. He's a better actor. Won't be at the Oscars, but he's a better actor. <laughs> well, that's because the Academy is racist. Um, news. Breaking news. Like, no one knew that. Okay. Rich white people are racist. <laughs> you don't say. You're telling me what now. I know. We're all blown away a little bit, aren't we? And they're all males, you say? That's a society. They're all hmm. old white guys? No. Racist. When have old white people ever been racist? Especially when they have money. Never ever. in the history of Racism. slavery. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, back in the day, you know. Quentin Tarantino movies. Since Braveheart was on and you were watching that. Yes. Back in the day, rich white people had so little to hate. They hated other white people. Other white people. Well, to do Just white people. Just because they were poor. Like, they were like, they were like fights between fiefdoms. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, or just, they also just hated them because they were other white people. Other white people. Like, they had that mutual, we're the higher of the people, but they still hated them. Mm-hmm. They were like, we hate you, Scots. It's, it's like when, when you're like, I can't Irish. dice all you crackers into different groups. The English did 500 years ago. <laughs> More than so, that, but yeah. And they did a very good deal of dicing. Lots of dicing going on in that little selection of mm-hmm. groups. So Von Miller was on SNL. He was also on the Grammys. With Anquan Bolden, which I'm not sure how that worked. I think they explained it. He was Did the, they have like a record or something? He was man of the year, wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's why. He was a man of the year and Von was, Von the, was the, the MVP Bowl. of the Super Bowl. Okay. No, they came on and introduced uh, oh, okay. a performing act. Okay. I can't remember what it was. Oh, they, they put out a rap album. It wasn't the Eagles. I, was, I would have been happy. The Grammys don't recognize rap. What do they kind of do? Telling you every day. There he goes. You're like, stop. He goes, what? Like, that. That. He won't. So, anywho, there's free agency. Are we going to get right into that? Uh, The NBA draft just ended, or free agency draft just ended. Draft. No, uh, free agency of the NBA did just end. Mm-hmm. Not a lot happened. Nothing yeah. of really... The trade. Nothing in... There were agents. They were free. The, the, the trade... The, uh, the trade deadline. Yes, okay. the trade deadline. <clears throat> um, Randy Foy left the Nuggets. And then we got three players. We've already traded one of them. Um, that's about it. No one that was a big-name guy moved anywhere. Like, a whole lot of nothing happened in that... Which I was kind of disappointed for, but it makes sense. Everyone's kind of conceded to the Golden State Warriors, is what it seems like to me. Well, and they're the best team on the in the league right now, right? In the league, they're at forty nine and five is their record. The record, which is huge, yes. in, in basketball, it's an incredible basketball, right? Yes, cool. the uh, the highest amount of wins in one season is seventy two, if I'm correct. Seventy two and ten Chicago Bulls from ninety five ninety six. Sounds like Scotty Pippen, Michael Jordan, yeah, like the Tony Chicago, Kukoc, Dennis like Rodman. The, the Chicago Bulls you think of when you think <coughs> of the Chicago Bulls, that would be the the best the best team of of all time. I'd put them up against anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think Maybe. everybody's doing that. I'm Every almost, fucking post I see, they are. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm almost positive. I just, now, whenever somebody asks if the Denver defense is the best ever, I say, yes, but could they beat the 95 Bulls? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Von Miller was funny, but is he as funny as the 95, 96 Bulls were? I don't know. When people talk to me about, like, the Avengers versus the X-Men, I say, but could they beat the 95 Bulls? Not in basketball. Maybe in world-saving opportunities. I don't know. Michael Jordan was a superhero. But he's the only was, one. The All-Stars with uh, Gretzky and uh, Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. That's right. Nice reference there. Thank you. Coincidentally, so Michael Jordan was the only guy that didn't do the voiceover. Oh, yeah. Show. No. And Just Wayne sh- Gretzky and Bo Jackson. And didn't show up during like, the like weird uh, live-action things. He's <laughs> oh, like, yeah. He never did. He's like, no, no, no. I'm selling Hanes. I don't need this fucking... I'm selling Hanes, Ballpark, and Nike. Get the fuck away from me. Yeah. I'm Gretzky. money off hot dogs. Kosher. Fuck you, Canadian. Kosher hot dogs. Are, are ballpark kosher? I think so. Uh, Pretty sure. Doug? Yeah, sure. Our, our resident Uden isn't sure whether or not <laughs> ballparks are kosher. Well, I guess it was necessary to ask. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Jews don't like sports. We've never been to a ballpark. So. Sandy Koufax was a Jew. That's true. Great pitcher. One of the best of all time. He was. So was my rabbi. Pretty sure he's never been to a ballpark. O.J. Simpson. Not, not a, a Jew. Jew. Still not a Jew. But <laughs> guess who is? <laughs> Hall of Famer, Rock He converted. He did. So, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I like that weird bubble of like, that balloon of silence where I went, okay. Well, we're yeah, that in, happened. We're going to get into, are we going to do the Broncos or the NFL first? Well, that was what I wasn't clear with. Let's jump right into the NFL. Okay. And then we got uh, a handful of just back and forth, some top five in the middle of conversation action, because um, we got a couple of them. Uh, some notable free agents out there right now. I wrote mine down. <coughs> I also wrote mine down. The ones who I thought were the, the biggest ones. Um, so, well, we can always go into uh, our top five real quick. We'll jump into our top five. NFL free agents. Um, there's no anticipation of uh, franchise tags on these guys. This is just guys who are free agents, unrestricted, restricted, whatever. This is just the free agents, top fives. For the NFL, we'll bounce back and forth. My number five. We will. We will. Oliver Vernon from Miami. A very impactful player on that team. Mm-hmm. Probably more so than Dominican Sue. And he's, this year. he's probably going to go get money somewhere else because they can't afford to pay another defensive lineman. Not unless they're going to restructure that contract or something. There's, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So my number five guy, free agent in the NFL, is Oliver Vernon. I'm going to go number five. I know he's an older guy, but I know he's a good player. We get to watch him a lot. Tombo Ali. Um, he ends up on a good quality football team where he can help and be a DeMarcus Ware top player, type player. I'm not calling him DeMarcus Ware. I'm saying he brings an attitude, brings the pass rushing, brings that type of energy that you need to a team that is looking for a push or a little bit of leadership on the defensive side of the football. My number five would be Tombo Ali. An older guy probably looking to join, I don't know, Team who could win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So, Tom Holly, look for him to land in 
New England. Pittsburgh. New England, Pittsburgh, Denver, Seattle. Yeah. Uh, Arizona. I mean, all of those type of teams. Even Carolina. Absolutely. Could absolutely use him. Jared Allen's on the outs. He retired. So, you know, you're going to want Rodolph into the sunset for a masterful <laughs> the, way to retire. The coldness of I Idaho. I don't think anybody would beat Marshawn in this offseason. Marshawn Lynch's cleats on a wire with a deuce's oh, sign. Jared Allen won that. Jared Allen strolling off in the sunset on a horse. That's cool. badass. I thought it was really cool. That's, I, that's pimp. It was impressive. It's, it's amazing with this day and age of social media that it took that long for something like that to happen. And Jared Allen nailed it. Uh, way to go, dude. You were a great player. Um, so, but I do like, that's a good, that's a good one. That's a good one. I do like that. Uh, number four, I'll take comeback player of the year. Another chief, Eric Berry. Um, well, I'm not going to argue with that. It's, it's, it's very hard to argue. He had a fantastic year and he's still a fairly young guy. He can still go out there and ball. All pro this year. He's, he is going to, he's going to make a difference on a team. I don't know if it's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. I'd imagine the Chiefs are going to do their best to keep him. Um, safeties don't get paid a ton. So my guess is he might get franchised. Probably will get franchised. I don't see the Chiefs chasing anything. I think uh, Andy Reid and the management seem to be on the same page of get my guys in here. Um, let me build a team. Let me draft. I, I see him... Wanting to draft a team, so um, not I, a I feel I, I feel no, no. They just would rather. <laughs> well, I mean, right now I suppose we could win a Super Bowl with Alex Smith. Pretty, much. I'd take Alex Smith in a second right now with the team that we have, because you're not asking him to do much. Just not the Alex Smith money. Oh yeah, not his contract. Piece of shit. <laughs> I don't want his fucking contract at all. So that's my. Name. Um, my number four is also a safety, also from the AFC West, but from a different rival. I put Eric Weddle at my number four because he is a playmaker. For whatever the reasons there is about him and what he does on the football field, when we play against him, he's in the right place at the right time. Um, and I assume that's right in any of the other games. It's just the kind of ball hawk mentality that he has. Um, he's an older dude. He's not going to command that much money. He's another guy that can go be on a on a on a on a winning team, be a veteran that to look to look at for leadership, um, look at for playmaking ability. Um, yeah, um, I like I like Eric Weddle. I like what he can bring to a good football team. If these guys chase money, they're gonna go live in shits. That's 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 what he's gonna do if he does that. That's my number four. My number three is contingent on I don't remember what his. Uh... How serious his injury was, but it was enough for him to be removed from the playoff game they were in. Muhammad Wilkerson yeah. is a fucking beast up the middle. And you want to talk about anchors of that Jets defense? Muhammad Wilkerson is he is he is the anchor on that team. You want to, they they got they got players on that defense, no doubt about it. But Muhammad Wilkerson is the first guy they look at taking care of. Week in, week out. You want to talk about a guy you want to stop? You always want to stop a guy on the defensive line. Definitely want to stop a guy like Muhammad Wilkerson. So my number three, Muhammad Wilkerson. My number three is going to be Alshon Jeffrey. A young guy. When you look at who he's played with, um, the numbers he's been able to put up, I've made it clear I'm not a Cutler 
um, fan anymore. I don't defend Cutler anymore. Put this guy on a roster with one of the top quarterbacks in the league, and your passing game is going to improve. I would think a guy like Aaron Rodgers would love to have him. I think a guy like Tom Brady would love to have him. Um, probably the only team with a premier quarterback that wouldn't need him would be the Pittsburgh Steelers because of the, the weapons that they have already. Alshon Jeffrey has not proven himself as to be an elite receiver in this league, but he still has put up numbers and could put up infinitely more numbers in a better offense with a better quarterback. Alshon Jeffrey will be my number three. Number two, Alshon Jeffrey. Nice. Um, I think he would. He's a he's a playmaker. He's a difference maker. I think if there's something about John Fox that doesn't inspire John Fox coach teams, um, the Bears look very uninspired. I think that has a lot to do with John Fox. I think Elshon Jeffrey going somewhere. When they were contending for something, when Brandon Marshall was still there, and they were they were contending against the Green Bay Packers, uh, especially the Super Bowl year for mm-hmm. the Green Bay Packers, um, he looked he could catch everything. Um, he was lights out all the time. That team was lights out all the time. It was. Um, he made those. Ver- Ridiculous, I mean, just ridiculous catch after ridiculous catch. Now, last year, he didn't really prove that that much. He was um, hurt a lot of last year. As he, well. was, he was banged up a lot of last year. He's also the only offensive threat because Matt Forte was also banged up. And plus, Martellus scheming, Bennett didn't do a scheming, thing. Scheming out a running back shouldn't take away your number one wide receiver. Actually, it should help you when you scheme out a running back. It should be more yeah. one-on-ones. So for your, for your, um, they not? obviously weren't at all terrified of Jay Cutler hurting them or anybody else on that receiving core hurting them. So I think he had a rougher year, but of all the guys that are in free agency this year, he's one of the, definitely one of the most talented, and he's going to get paid. We obviously agree on that. Um, my number two, pass-happy league. You need guys to defend that pass. Janoris Jenkins from the St. Louis Rams. I've been a fan of his, obviously, since his Gator days. He is a Gator. He's a fucking good corner. He's not that big, but he's he's fast. He's quick. He reacts to the ball very well. Not being that big, he still plays man-to-man defense really well. He gets up underneath you, and he can drop back in zone coverage as well. I think any team that picks him up will improve in the secondary. I like Janoris Jenkins a lot. He will be my number two. I like that. Rams are probably good. That's... Get onto these this top five list. You're talking about guys for the most part that are probably going to get franchise tagged. That the teams are going to try to keep. I mean, absolutely. Uh, if they can't get a deal done with him, uh, they're probably going to franchise tag him. They made the room for it. Getting mm-hmm. rid of uh, Leonidas and Chris Long, Jared Cook. Jared Cook's bad contract. They got rid of that contract. Do they you, could definitely do real it. quick just to interject. Do you think that was just about? Like a guy like Jenkins and some of their free agents, or does that have anything to do with the rumor of Peyton Manning going to play in LA? Not at all. I think it was you don't a, think it has anything to do with it. No, I think it's a salary dump. Okay, I really do. Uh, my gut tells me that Peyton Manning's going to retire. Um, of course, you know that's just my gut feeling. That's not fact. My boner wants him to retire. My gut feeling doesn't really say that he's going to. <laughs> Gonzo's gut says 
Peyton Manning has always gone with the money. What do you mean? <laughs> Why would he retire when he could get another $15 million somewhere and drag a team down? Sorry. I'll shut up. <laughs> no? Because you're right. There's no reason to shut up. Peyton Manning fans need to shut up. He didn't do anything to win us anything. Nothing. Nada. Zip. Zilch. Uh, I think our number ones are Von Miller. Um, I didn't put him on this because I put him on ours. Yeah. Still. And I think... I didn't. I didn't take the route that you just took when you said obviously these guys are going to be kept. I didn't even think about Vaughn because like we're keeping Vaughn, so that doesn't fucking count. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so I didn't put him on there. Right when you said that, I was like, oh, I probably should have, but I didn't. Gotcha. I, gotcha. I just I well, thought mine something is different. mine is Vaughn Miller, so you're going to go with somebody different. So I understand what you're saying. Um, I probably should have clarified that. Ahead no, of no, time. it's yeah. it's you. You made perfect sense of it. I just I went a different way. I thought something different. Um, Von Miller is the number one free agent in football this year. Heard. Anyone argues that is full of shit. So I'll give you my number one now. Was on his list. Eric Berry. I, I love that player. Um, obviously, he's in our division. Obviously, we root against him. What he did, what he came back from, is incredible. Um, it's it's uh, inspirational. What he did, I'm, I'm, uh, we're lucky to be able to watch that guy play now as much as we do. I'm very happy for for his life and and how it's how he came back and how everyone, you know, everyone stood beside him, obviously. But just wow, all pro pro bowler after coming off a of lymphoma, lymphoma, foma, lymphoma. I am very proud of Eric Berry. He was my number one because I did not put Von Miller on the list. <laughs> Oh, well, good. Um, well, then, we'll jump right to... Can, can I give a list of some other notable names just real quick that we didn't list? Yeah. And if I miss one, drop in as well. Josh Norman, mm -hmm. Doug Martin, 27-year-old running back, still there. Matt Forte, I'm interested in what's going to happen to Matt Forte this year. 30-year-old running back, but 30-year-old running backs have put up stellar numbers. It has happened. Lamar Miller, young running back, big, 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 big upside. Chris Ivory... Is a is a free agent. Ryan Fitzpatrick is a free agent. It's always fun to watch where that guy is going to end up and what he's going to do. Um, Travis Benjamin and Tashawn Gibson, both Browns players. Browns free agents go on to other teams and become better players. I'll tell you what, right now, Travis Benjamin is a Ooh, he's a baller. He can if he, had, if he he's not a number one. No, he's a slot guy for sure. But he's but an uncoverable he slot guy. If you, you put him in the slot, you put your nickel on him, you're going to get smoked. Done. And I'm telling you right now, I can see that guy going somewhere else and putting up big, big numbers. Big numbers. I, I would watch out for him. Browns fans, he's not going to stay. They're not going to franchise tag him because he's not worth franchise tag money. No. He's no. not worth what the top five wide receivers make. No. But he's going to get paid somewhere else, and he ain't going to play with He's guys. He's in the realm of like top 20 guys money as far as and that's even stretching a little bit i'll say top 30 but put him in the right right offense just like you said with the right guy he can put up numbers i could see him huge. easily having huge numbers if he went to new england mm -hmm. uh even like tom brady with san diego if he hooked up with philip rivers and rivers was able to throw the ball yeah they're they're outside keenan allen's already kind of small that their game is keenan always not that small keenan allen's a 6'2 6 6'3 6 guy yeah so much smaller i guess no he's a he's a, he's a tall receiver He's a big guy. Maybe it's just because he's so skinny. He is skinny. 
wiry. He ain't Brandon Brandon Ingram skinny, but he he's skinny. <laughs> a lot of people are Brandon Ingram skinny. <laughs> All right, moving uh, on. Moving on to Broncos free agents. <clears throat> I, I I anticipate. Uh, a good discussion here. We might have some difference of opinions on. We're this. gonna have some difference of opinions. I feel like our number one opinion is not gonna change. No, can we just knock that out of the way? Von Miller. Von Miller. Okay. okay what I, what I fumbled the ball on, on the last one, <laughs> I recovered here. My number five on this one, which is how you win the Super Bowl. That's right. My number five on this one. I I had a rough time thinking about Bronco free agents. Now, this is just the Broncos who are going to be free agents. It was tough. It was tough. I had the top five of them. Uh, as far as guys, I think we should try and bring back if we were going to prioritize just Bronco free agents. And I feel like I know every single one of the guys on defense we'd love to keep, but we can't. Mm-hmm. But in order of guys, we can't miss. Number five, Brandon Marshall is... He's he's a guy who kind of just stepped in because somebody else got injured. Who the fuck was he covering for? Wesley Woodyard? Was Wesley it that Woodyard. long ago? Was it Wesley Woodyard? Was that two years ago? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Wesley Woodyard. I think we could be did. wrong. If we're wrong, let us know, please. And you will. Uh, but he, he stepped in on injury and showed that he can actually be an every-down player. What, and a he's, stellar he's, every he's, down he's player. He's a great tackler. Mm-hmm. Um, and he plays a middle linebacker 3-4. Beautifully. Um, no doubt about it. absolutely beautiful. Um, not irreplaceable, but will be missed. Number five. Um, I like that call. I'm number five. This was tough for me too, Ryan. It really was because I think that the, the media focuses on a lot of quote-unquote obvious people. Uh, but my number five is C.J. Anderson. I want that motherfucker on my football team. I want him on my team. I want him to be our running back. I'm, I am firm on that. As much as we've talked about it the last week and then leading up to this and hearing what the, what the press is saying, reading what they're saying, I want C.J. Anderson on my football team. C.J. Anderson is my number five. I like that. That's a good call. Uh, number four, once again, can't miss guys on this defense. And... Danny Trevathan has quietly been one of the better uh, linebackers that the Broncos have had in recent years. Same thing, Brandon Marshall. um, Solid tackler, great in coverage. uh, Plays the position beautifully. Could he be missed? A little bit. I don't think he's irreplaceable, but... I feel like keeping this defense intact is important, and Danny Trevathan is important to keep, I think. I'm not going to argue with that. My number four is Brandon Marshall. I don't need to add anything to it. It was already said. Brandon Marshall is important to this football team. Um, Can he be replaced? Maybe. Do I want him replaced? No. I don't want him here. Brandon Marshall is my number four. Uh, Moving on. My number three, a guy that I feel like is that my top three is invaluable players. Um, and number three, you wouldn't think of backup safety as an invaluable player, but he's the captain of the special teams, and he's a damn fine special teams player. He's made the Pro Bowl as a special teams player, as a coverage special teams player. 
That like never happens. Most of the time they stick. Does he have a name? They stick in return men. They stick in other players because they want flashiness. But Dave Rubin's gotten the respect of the whole league. Of the league, mm-hmm. and he's gotten the nod for playing uh, the position he plays. And he uh, comes in on nickel nickel packages instead sometimes when guys are too tired to run Roby or Chris Harris Jr.'s hurt or something. He'll come in and play nickel um, and drop down and they'll run zone packages that have Dave Bruton running in a nickel package. Um, he's very important on the dime package, obviously, when you add a uh, dime package on the field and we're running the three deep safeties. He's the guy who's out there who can make tackles, but also can cover guys deep. He's I think a, he's, he's a hard... He's a better cover guy than TJ Ward is. Easily. I mean, you could take him off the field, and TJ off the field on long downs, and mm-hmm. put a guy like David Bruton in. It's a very important piece of this team, I think. Almost invaluable, but I think he wants to start, and he's won a Super Bowl. So, that's what happens. He has. Um, Bolton and Bruton didn't make my list, but they made my honorables. Uh, number three is Danny Trevathan. I think we're following right in here on, on that. I, I love Trevathan. I think he's a stud. I think he's been a stud for a couple of years. I think injuries held him back a little bit. This year he came back healthy, full healthy. And I, I don't I don't sort know. Sort of healthy, wasn't it? Wasn't he the one playing with the pins in his foot? No, that was Marshall. Brandon Marshall. That was Marshall just got him removed. I, I, think, I don't think Trevathan is replaceable. I think Trevathan is turning into a premier linebacker in this league, given the attention and, and the what it's all about passing. Like, all of that. The speed and the way that he attacks on a, a tight end, the way that he attacks a slot guy, and the way that he can cover these guys is huge. I think Trevathan has turned into a... It's, it's tough with this defense and this system, but I think he's turned into a premier linebacker, especially playing the middle of a 3-4. Uh, Trevathan is my number three. Um... Do you even do number two and number one? Well, we already did number one. We did number one, but what's I, number two? I, I think your number two is going to be mine. Probably. My number two is going to be Malik. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think that there's any other way. I, I don't think there's any other guy on the team right now who's probably. Now. He's probably the most important defensive player to sign. Uh, besides Von Miller, obviously, because he is that good in in that defense. Now, I've been on record as saying, "Don't worry, we have Danny or Kenny Ananuki." But yeah, he, there's no guarantee it with Kenny Ananuki. If you've seen him, he had to be put on IR because of an ankle injury. Um. And then had a knee injury or something, uh, working out or something like that. Yeah, uh, you he know was what? on crutches. I'm still a big supporter of Chattanooga Nuke. That's good. We all should be. Um, but Ken, uh, Kenny Ananuki is not a guaranteed player. You know what I mean? He's not, he's not definitely going to come back. But in case some of you out there in Gapland have forgotten, he replaced... For a minute, he was ahead of Malik Jackson on the depth chart. Um, going into preseason, going into the second game of the preseason, he got hurt. And hurt his ankle, but he was having a hell of a camp and a great preseason. And it looked like he was going to come in and be huge. He can still be huge. 
guys like him, Kenny Anuki wasn't like super athletic, and he was just a beast on the line. So I think that'll be okay. Well, that's what you need to. That's I mean, Malik does more than just be a beast. Uh, Malik is my number two, but he does a lot more than just you know clogging up the middle. Um, he makes sacks, he makes tackles, he does other things that make him a better player at the number two free agent that we're looking to sign. It's not just about keeping the blockers off of the linebackers. He gets sacks. And, you know, I've, I've said that. That's that's what that's why he's going to get the money. That's why he's going to look at that the free agency market and see, well, they're going to give me this and that and this. It's going to be tough to keep them, but I want to. But I want to keep Malik Jackson. I, I really do. We kept Wolf. We got him to sign a small contract. Small for... Relatively Malish. small for NFL. Affordable. Affordable. Can we get Malik to do the same thing? I don't know. I didn't know we could get Wolf to do the same thing. We'll and see how it works. We, we had said earlier in the season that at the end of the year it's going to be tough because one of those two guys is going to need money. So does, then, is, they signed, then they signed Wolf and is, we were like... Is that a sign that they made their choice? You know, I don't think it is. I think that a lot of... There was initially before you and I had said that you have to keep one of them. I don't think you necessarily paying one meant you couldn't pay the other. I think it'll. I don't think I, so. Either. I think I think Malik's market value will determine whether or not you're paying Malik more money. I don't think I don't think at all. Derek Wolf's contract has anything to do with Malik Jackson. I hope not. I I didn't feel that either. I didn't think they were picking and choosing. I think uh, Wolf was just open to it initially, and Malik is looking at what he's going to get on the outside. Wolf felt like he had a home. Wolf got sick here. Wolf got injured. Wolf was taken care of. Wolf was treated like a, a great person. Malik has been treated like a great person, but he hadn't been sick. He didn't almost die. He doesn't have that same kind of allegiance that I guess Derek Wolf would have when Ooh, something like that happens. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just circumstances. I wouldn't be surprised if Malik will take a contract similar to Derek Wolf's. Should one of them get paid more than the other? Not necessarily. What I would do is offer him the same money if it's able to be done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something I mean, comparable. A comparable contract to what has already been signed to, I, your, to your running mate. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think at the end of the day, it's going to be similar to the quarterback. Every, Brock Osweiler's contract is not contingent on what we feel his value is versus, you know, what his market asking prices. It depends on his agent because if Kirk Cousin gets sixteen, seventeen million dollars a year, Brock's gonna, Brock's gonna want, want the same money. 16, 17, 18. Unfortunately. I mean and that's just how that's gonna go. And we might be saying goodbye to Brock. Um, I'm, I think it's funny that he didn't make either of our lists, even though it's because we know that our kind how it is our quarterbacks my God, who are we ever going to find to throw two interceptions and 215 yards? Or 186. Yeah. 35 and one half. Um, it's, <laughs> that's, that's, our issue is not at quarterback. That's what a lot of folks seem to be writing on. We don't have to have a franchise quarterback with this team right now. To that point, more to that point, Gary Kubiak doesn't need a franchise quarterback to win games. Nope. Gary Kubiak, Obviously. Gary Kubiak has been winning games with less than starting NFL talent. Much less. Now, it's only when his excuse me, offensive 
talent gets depleted at not just quarterback or oh, the whole just team. running back. Absolutely. It's, a lot of times his whole offensive thing gets hurt. He you know, loses a star wide receiver, loses a star running back, which is Arian Foster and Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson and then loses both, offensive line Both pieces. notorious for getting mm-hmm. hurt in the latter part of their careers. Absolutely. And then he loses guys on the offensive line. I mean, he just notoriously was unlucky, and I think maybe if the Houston Texans would have, I don't know, taken a step back and looked at it that way, maybe they would see, you know, maybe we didn't give them great weapons. Well, yeah, you gave them Matt Schaub. Like, for lack of a better term, they got all Texas about it. We should be winning that Super Bowl. Why? Because he's from Texas? Fuck you guys. Thank you so much for letting us have him. Thank you so much for letting us have him. His offensive system is not out of date. There is nothing out of date about running the football and controlling the clock. That is what football fucking is. And we just saw that. Um, we don't need the franchise quarterback on this team. Uh, my my top my uh, three honorable mentions were David Bruden, Omar Bolden, and Brock Osweiler is my number eight. Like, if we can get him $8 million a year, cool. I'd be I, fine with that. I mean, you know, I like Omar Bolden too, but... $8 million we, for how many we've years? We've been without... A year. We've been out with uh, wow. been without a guy it's who could really return, which is what quarterbacks go for. Okay. We've been without a guy who for could return long? a football or a punt anyway. So. But Bolden did more than return. He got thrust into the turn return game when we didn't have a return man. He was absolutely a a blocker and a tackler on special teams. And I'm not going to put him at the same spot that Bruton is, but he was every bit as important. On special he's a, teams, he's a gunner. He's a very important gunner. He's, Fuck yeah! He, I mean, not many, not many return men are also gunners. That's not. No. And he was our second or third team return man because we just didn't have guys to put in there. And he returned a kick this year, and he made plays this year. Um, this, the same the game that he got hurt, he had a 45, 50 yard return in that game, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, these are guys that are intangible guys that are important. They they bring the intangibles that don't show on stat sheets. They're the glue that binds us. Mm-hmm. The mucus that binds us, if you're Ace Ventura 2 in it. Chicago. Oh, Bituna. <laughs> Your balls are showing. <laughs> All right. um, I, uh, real quick, I, I do want to... <laughs> we have a... Uh, 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 I don't know if you made a list like this or not, but uh, I threw one together. And it's... um. My Broncos targets. I don't know if you have a targeted free agent list. I made three lists already. How much, you wanted me to make four? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I Broncos target list. <laughs> I got a target list. Uh, the order of which I believe they should be. Getting I just gave my order of who they should be targeting. Yeah, like, They're I, guys on our team. That's who I think we should be targeting. I and I don't I don't disagree with that. I feel like those are guys that you always that we always need to be in contact with. But I feel like some free agents that aren't on our team that we should maybe give a good consideration to, especially if you lose guys like Danny Trevathan and Brandon Marshall. My number five, Bruce Irvin. I think we should get a linebacker in here who can run around and make plays if you're going to get rid of a couple of linebackers who run around and make plays. If. 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 Because we don't need them. But also, an older linebacker, that might come on the cheap. The fridge. Defensive tackle. I don't think Shit. he would come on the cheap either. 360 pounds. Nowadays he would. Maybe. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you, I, I think for, 
We got you for 300 pounds of chicken wings and a uh, block of cheese. Unless, unless he goes, And some I don't Diet know, Pepsi. You'd have to pay me $30 million. And some Dr. Pepper. No, he wouldn't. You just cut your leg and gravy's pouring out, you fat fuck. Um, Derek Johnson from the Kansas City Chiefs, an older linebacker, another guy who could go out and make plays that we could probably get on the cheap if we had to fill in for a year, minus uh, developing young talent at linebacker. And then my number three is quarterback. And then Malik Jackson. <laughs> Alright, so that's our third list. We're going to move on to the pop That's the fourth list. list. No, this is the fourth list. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I only made three. three. Yeah. So, in honor of Anthony Daniels' birthday, the voice Who's of... Who's that, you say? If you're not a nerd, it's the voice of... Uh, the Anthony Ant- Daniels? Yes. The Anthony Daniels. The act- he played power forward for the Indiana Pacers Ooh. in the mid nineties. He might. It's actually. funny when he does it too. Was there actually a guy named <laughs> Antonio Daniels? Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> is that a weird thing? Anthony Davis, Antonio Daniels, they played together. Um, Anthony Daniels, <laughs> the actor and voice of C three PO, the gay British guy. Yeah, love him. Yeah, gay robot. Can you imagine if that came out when we were like thirty? How much we would hate C three PO. Gay Robot. He'd be like Jar Jar times ten. Well, you know, he did kind of come out in the prequels. <laughs> he came out in the prequels and it was a little rough. It's terrible. Yeah. At least he had a red arm in the new one. Yeah. No, he gets rid of that by the end of it. Did he have a red arm in the new one? Yeah, but he gets okay, rid of it so by the end. He had a red arm in the new one. Yeah. I didn't say he like married it. Oh, <laughs> he could have, you don't know. What about Droid Mary Laws? I don't know. It, the Red Arm could have been named Samuel. There's something about Locust Films where they're just like hacking arms off. I wonder if that's a bad dream he had when he was growing up. Something. People lose arms. So, and people same lose reason Spielberg always like has kids getting attacked by trees and dolls. Lucas is always having arms getting chopped off. I don't like trees or dolls. Or have my arms chopped off for that matter. Um, so in honor of Anthony Daniels' birthday today... Um, I we decided to do top five favorite robots, which was a a fun list to put together. I, I have a lot of honorable mentions, and by the way, I wanted to say uh, none of mine are cyborgs. So we're not getting have, into that bullshit. Nope. Brother. If you have cyborgs on your list, I will call out bullshit. None of mine are cyborgs. I will I slap you in the face. Well, then you can go first. A cyborg? Because you think I have cyborgs on my list. No, I think he does. I think he does think you do. I don't. Nope. Uh, my Shake number, it up. My honorable mention. Okay. Tom Servo. Nice. Crotey Robot. Who's Tom Servo? From MSC3K. That's right. I just couldn't, I couldn't place it. Fembots. Oh, all right. Optimus Prime and Bumblebee. <laughs> Word. Speaking of gay robots. None of those are cyborgs. My nope. number five robot, Bender. Number five is Bender? <laughs> well, I don't like Futurama as much as you do. All right, fair enough. It just is on, and sometimes I watched it. Jesus. All right, fair enough. I... But I do like Bender. He's probably... Bender is great. Him and Fire is the great. only reason I like any of the show at all. I like yeah. Lula. She's a great cartoon fuck. I would have... <laughs> you mean Leela? Yeah, Leela. Who's the one with the black hair? Amy Wong? That's her name. The Asian chick, which... I just called her Lula. 
Cool. I didn't watch the show. <laughs> Weirdly enough, that's that's not racist because he didn't know she was Asian. Was she Asian? They don't do a good job of depicting that. Like back in the yeah, day. she's got the eyes, and her last name is Wong. I just called her Lula. Cool. <laughs> Number four, <laughs> Ultron from Age of Ultron, because he is All hilarious, right. and he's kind of a badass. Actually, he's really a badass. He's, he's evil Stark. Hilarious. He's all he's. It's just that part where he tears off. You were like, gonna say all of that, and now Doug will. Sorry. <laughs> Please. It's just that he tears the guy's arm off. off. Uh, okay. I think he goes. You, oh, is that okay? He he's he's witty. James Spader. It's, makes it, it's, it's what job. makes it so awesome. Um, number three, the T eight hundred. Because Arnold Schwarzenegger, that that version of it killed every fucking succeeding version and not, of Terminator. Yep, and not to Lee a uh, cyborg at no. all. Favorite favorite T eight hundred line. Go. I don't know. Go. I'll be back. He'll live when he shoots the guard in the knees. Oh, <laughs> he'll live. He'll live. Some of them are. Of Zen T2. Yeah. That's my favorite line. <sighs> that, that's true. Also true. There you go. Shoot him in the knees with a tear gas gun, right? No, straight up. It was a shotgun. Oh, yeah. It was a 45. It was a 45. He'll live. <laughs> we'll uh, walk, but he'll live. Number two, R2D2. Okay. Because who doesn't love that little adorable little bastard? Yep. And then number one, he's alive. Johnny Five. He is alive. Can't get wrong with that. I'm going to go next. I was like, please, please go next. I'm going next. I got some honorable mentions. Oh, I've got some too. Um, Ash from Alien. Data. Ash from Alien? Yeah, he's the robot that... Robot, uh, 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 yeah, 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 okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. The robot. Uh, <laughs> Data, C-3PO, the Borg, Baymax from that, that little uh, kid's uh, movie. Uh, uh, Big Hero 6. That was a good movie. Baymax was, was a funny. great movie. Dot Matrix from Spaceballs. <laughs> Max from Flight of the Navigator. Mm. The Robot Spiders from Runaway. Has anyone seen Runaway? Those were awesome. Johnny Five and the Fembots. If you haven't seen Runaway, it's a... Futuristic, I have seen like cop movie with Tom Selleck and the, and the mustache and Kirstie Alley when she's all hot back in the day. Gene Simmons is the bad guy. Gene Simmons is the bad guy. Like, let that wrap your mind around that. All right, <laughs> number five, Ed Two Hundred Nine. I love Ed Two Hundred Nine. He would have been so much cooler than RoboCop. So much cooler than RoboCop. It's not even close, in my opinion. And he loves RoboCop. I like RoboCop, but he's not on any of these because he ain't that cool. He's, he's not a cyborg. cyborg. He's a cyborg. And I would have had to Same with the RoboCop too. Put him on there. Believe me, he was going to make my list. Number four, Maid from Rocky Four. She doesn't have a name. <laughs> and that's Polly's gift. That's happy Polly's birthday, Polly. gift for happy. And and that's not a fuckbot, but I guarantee Polly figured out a way to fuck that thing. He totally. Um, I guarantee Polly fucked other that ass. robot. I it, it happened <laughs> one way or another. Uh, number three, Bishop from Aliens. I knew he'd make it. Better one because he's the good guy and tries to help them out when everything goes completely fucking wrong. I'm selling the fuckbot from Rocky. Sorry. Dude, I thought, dude, with the voice, 
I mean, you can find a hole and stick it in there. It's, well, I mean, he found a way to change the voice. Yeah, right, 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 right. And you think he wasn't like dip a dap in the dap with his fingers and whatnot doing that yeah. shit? Yeah, just figure that out. Oil with his dipstick. Yeah. Number two, evil robot usses from Bill and Ted's Bogus nice. Journey. <laughs> I don't even like that movie, but they nah, were the best part of that movie. Um, except for that part where they like, they, like we love you, dude. Mm-hmm. Fags. Fags. Like, that's the best part of that entire movie, and it's horrible. And, and when they play death in board games for their... Lo- Who's for their the bad guy in Die Hard 2? It's William uh, Sandler or whatever his name Sadler. is. Mm-hmm. <coughs> they gave oh, me Sandler, a Melvin. Yeah. And number one, um, this was obvious... But I didn't know until I looked up some, oh some robots. Oh my god, I've totally got a sleeper then. Number one is Lisa from Weird Science. Oh, because motherfucker! If, because if you're going to get a fuckbot, it better be Kelly LeBron. <laughs> or <laughs> Vanessa Angel. Holy shit. Or Vanessa Angel. <laughs> I'll take Kelly LeBron first. Vanessa Angel can come in on, you know, weekends. But I'm taking Kelly wow, LeBron. Wow, alright. Lisa from Weird Science. I love that movie. The first time that I remember seeing boobs was in that movie. And it was really quick when she's the woman's getting sucked out the window yep. and everything's changing. Her shirt comes off and I'm like, oh, those are boobs. Lisa from Weird Science, my number one that was not even That's not even Wow, Lisa. Did I do good? You did good. Fuck yeah. You All did right. good. All right. Um, wow, mine, yeah, or like, it's like weirdly emotional then. Um, <laughs> my uh, my honorable mentions. Uh, emotional for my boner. <laughs> My honorable mentions are the Buffy Bot from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Data, because I'm not that huge of a Star Trek fan, I'm sorry, Uh, Rosie from the Jetsons, Nice. goddamn right, Uh, Johnny Five, but only from Short Circuit 1, not 2. Not 2, he was better in 2. I don't think so. Los Locos kick your ass. Yeah, no. We're not. Los Locos kick your balls into outer outer space. space. Yeah, and the other one was like. I'm gonna fuck them up, Durf. Like and he I gets got... fucking gold plated at the yeah. end, and he's riding around the Bonnie Tyler. <laughs> I need a hero. Uh, <laughs> also, Bishop from the Aliens movie. Nice, nice. Um, Soundwave from Transformers, only because I totally had him. Um, I guarantee he might have just like head butted the floor just. No, he to... climbs on the counter and then jumps down as hard as he can. Cool. Because I said, "Don't do that. It's loud." So he does it. Um, Adam from Real Steel. Sorry, but it's fucking Rocky with robots. The boxer? Yeah, like the fucking, like, scrappy, like, Generation 1 or whatever he was. Like, oh, motherfucker. I'm gonna get all weepy talking about fucking Real Steel. Chaffy better not be on your list. No. Oh, God, no, he's not. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Chaffy um, rhymes with flop. <laughs> uh, Dot Matrix. Nice. And... The Ed 209, but specifically because of the sound he makes when he cries when he falls down the stairs, which effectively, yeah, like, turns your spine to glass. Sounds like a dinosaur. Am I wrong? But is Doug, like, going off a little bit on his honorable mentions and explaining them? No, it's just just the Ed 209. I think he was. Just because of the sound. I think he was. But you said that. He was. Uh, You added stuff. Yeah, you did. But only it's because... gonna be edited, folks. Don't worry about it. <laughs> My number five, as a group, Crow and Tom Servo from MST3K. Absolutely. Nice. Absolutely. I, I, that one. I, I appreciate both of you putting that on yours. That's awesome. Uh, number four, R2D2. Little bastard wormed his way into my heart. Um, He's very important in the Star Wars saga. 
Number three, kind of sad, it didn't make Ryan's actually. The Iron Giant. Yeah. What's what? you and fucking Fast and Furious and shit, dude? Like, He's all about family. <laughs> and like, no guns. Or whatever it was he said in that movie. But Iron Giant, like, I beg you to fucking watch that and then not, not cry. You I can't. Never cried. I watched it, never cried. Oh my. What? I cried at Toy Story. So I watched it like three. A of times, never Twice. Cried. Toy Story three at the end. I don't. Cry Two different ever. times. I don't. I, Two I, different I, I times. I felt nothing. You're I a wood monster. Nothing. Wood monster. You are a sociopath. You have children in freezers right now. You have a collection. You will in about ten minutes. Especially if they keep jumping off the fucking counter. Yeah, really. Number two, Jeff Peterson, from. The Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. Oh, oh, nice. That's a good one. That's a good drop-in. That's one of my favorite parts of that show, if I ever catch it. Whenever he reads uh, Secretariat's Mind, it's in the voice of Morgan Freeman, or it's yeah. just it's just <laughs> Jeff Peterson's going, Oh, God, I froze. Yeah. And they're like, Okay, when we ring the bell, we are German. And they just like, do the German. Like, Jeff Peterson is one of the reasons that when I think of late night TV shows, no, this is one of mine, so I get to talk about it. Don't worry about it. Um, that Craig Ferguson went, I kind of want to break the mold. I don't want to have Andy Richter. I don't want to have Ed McMahon. I want a robot. And they went, okay, let's go to the guys that do Mythbusters. And they built a functioning robot to be his psychic. I love Jeff Peterson. It's easily between him and Secretariat and obviously uh, Craig Ferguson, one of the reasons to watch that goddamn show. And my number one, um, I was a little sad. It was so low, obviously, on Ryan's list. But uh, Bender. I knew Bender was going to be on your list. And uh, you'd hate on it for being number five. But fuck you. It happened. You know, <laughs> the only thing I can say about that is when Bender sings, Bender is great. Bender is great. Great, great, great. Bender is great. Bender's fucking amazing. He's great. Um, I, I will say that um, I, I did want to... Bender is Homer Simpson with no fucks to give. No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what fucks do, what does Homer give? Yeah, He's really. just an idiot. He's a little selfish, but Bender gives no fucks. You know, I really did want to... I really okay. did want okay. really to tie with Bender and, like, Robot Devil from uh, Futurama, but Bender won out. Um... Just based on the fact that the first time you meet Bender, he's trying oh so hard to die in a suicide booth and then meets Fry yeah, and goes... That was great. Yeah. My favorite part of that episode, the first episode, he's a bender. He bends things. Yeah. They open a grate. They're getting away from something. I don't remember what's chasing. They jump down and all of a sudden they, it's the scene and Bender's arm comes up and bends the grate. Yeah. Just bends it and then that's it. Well, and you, have, and you have to remember, he has a quote-unquote brother, Flexo, who flexes things. Mm -hmm. um, he's Echo in Mexico, so his last name's Rodriguez. Yes, it is. Bender Rodriguez. Yes. Um, I mean, Can and you say that again? He's what in Mexico? Echo. He's Echo, huh? Is that Echo? I'm pronouncing H on that. Hecho? You gotta roll your R. No, there's, Even there's no, no R in it. <laughs> there's no R. <laughs> now you're just 
See, the first time I said, said oh, because I, I got my, my, my guy I work with, Luis, has a tattoo, says, Hecho in Mexico. I said, oh, you're Hecho'd. Good job. He goes, Hecho's already past tense. I was like, oh, well, I'm white. Hecho'd? So. <laughs> I didn't get to the part of conjugating verbs. Sorry. Spanish is hard. It'd be et- <laughs> it's just Hecho. No, it's just Hecho. That's it would just maybe I the, made, I was I was made is Hecho. Yeah. Okay. So that was the top five on, on that. And um Where are we at? Uh 108. 108? No shit. I'm no gonna, shit. I'm gonna be quick on this, but we're gonna talk about this for a second. Yeah, there's some there's something we have this to get is, off our chest. This there, this right? has to happen. And there's far Your too tits. Many, there's far too many uh issues with this list, but I wrote down four. I didn't want to do five, I did top four of what my biggest problems with the ESPN top 100 NBA players of all time. Number one, Blake Griffin is at 75. Joe Dumars is at 77. Really? Fuck off. <laughs> Ridiculous. You went all the way down. I huh? did. Damn. I did. Okay. Number two, Pete Maravich is at 71. The dude changed the game. He changed fucking basketball with the way that he dribbles and the way that he passes. And Ryan's got the list up right now. If you go and look at the guys that are in front of Pete Maravich, immediately in front of him, don't go look at 30, 20. But you see who's in front of Pete Maravich? Holy shit. Mark Gasol's on the list. Ah. <laughs> I don't even know ah. why. Mark, why is Mark Gasol even on the list? Can you go to the top 25 real quick and find where Oscar Robertson is? Number three, Oscar Robertson <laughs> is not in the top 10 He's 11. or the 5. He's the 11th. Is the Oscar Robertson averaged a triple double. Oscar Robertson, like Ice Cube, yes, like Ice Cube day. wanted to be on his, on good, his day. good day. Oscar Robertson was that like on November his Oscar Robertson day. Okay, every day Oscar Robertson averaged a triple double. That's what I hear. Um, number four. Now this is me and Brian have talked about this. Um, LeBron is number three of all time over Magic Johnson, Wilt Chamberlain, Larry Bird. <laughs> Bill fucking Russell, Tim Duncan, Shaquille O'Neal, Hakeem Olajuwon, Oscar and Kobe Bryant, and, and already Oscar Robertson. I have huge issues with this list of so-called basketball fans. Don't look at me like you're gonna kill me. List. Like I didn't well, do. I didn't make you're my producer. Count. I need to project on you. I <laughs> oh am god, I'm fucked. pissed about this list. It okay. upset me beyond. Measure. I could go on 20 different things that are wrong with this fucking list. The only thing I'm not mad about is Charles Barkley and Karl Malone both being in the top 20. Happy birthday, being, Charles Barkley, being, by the way. Yes, Sir Charles. Both being separated by one guy. I, think. I will take Malone being 16. I will take Charles Barkley being 18. That is fine with me. What I will not take is LeBron being number three and Oscar Robertson not being in the top 10, <laughs> let alone top five of all fucking time. Bill Walton is 42. That's a white dude. But he was damn Bill good. Walton. Bill Walton is 42. Bill Walton was, was a very good basketball player. His knees went to shit after he left Portland, and he went to Boston and won another title. Who would you take? He was great. Jason Kidd or Bill Walton? Fucking Bill Walton! It's not even close! <laughs> not even close! Where's my Muggsy Bugs? Not on the list. Who would you take? Where's my, uh, where's my Larry Johnson? Jason Kidd. Clyde Drexler! It's... This list is such fucking <laughs> bullshit! <laughs> Such bullshit. I, I, 
Thank you, Ryan, because looking at this fucking list, like, uh, when I made this out today, I was, I was like, there's too many. There's too many. I have to just have a specific point to start from. Fucked it up, dude. That's, they fucked it up, Doug. I'm trying to think of a way to compare this to uh, uh, something that you love. Kevin Durant at 22. That is so high. I, I'm, not even, so high. I'm not even sure Kevin Durant is the best player on his team. That is so high. Is Russell Westbrook even on the list? I don't even know, but he better be if you're going to put all these other fucking guys on the list. That is so high. LeBron gets number three. Russell Westbrook is 49. Okay. Before if we if Durant's going to be 22, he has to be 49. But wait. Um, it almost makes sense, I guess. Before the moment passes, your options are the Spirit or Wolverine Origins. Imagine that the Spirit was ranked... 30 places ahead of Wolverine Origins. I can believe that. Or vice versa. I don't know which side you live on. No, they're, bo- they're both horrible, is my point. Well, take something you love and something uh-huh. you hate. All right, yeah. so imagine... Or something you love, but something that is in the same criteria, but not nearly as good. Wolverine Origins okay. is number five. Against... Deadpool is 15. <laughs> That's bullshit. There you go. That's the list. Up top. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!